What is going on, everybody? Uh, welcome to an episode of Real News. Um, thank you for joining me today uh, as we go over some of the stories that occurred over the week in the world of film. Uh, in this this lovely week that we had, um, we went about seven or so topics, just talking about different things that happened within the film industry. Um, just kind of going over them and, and explaining them, and then giving our opinions on them. Just just so you guys can. Uh, Get a little context, some insight, and uh, hopefully develop your own opinions. And then maybe bring this information to some of your friends, you know. Um, that's the hope, at least. So uh, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Um, we'll be talking about, uh, like I said, several different things. Uh, first off, probably talk about the Zelda movie. Um, due to the success of the Mario Brothers movie, which is around $1.3 billion worldwide right now, which makes it, I want to, I think, around the fourth highest grossing animated film of all time. Um, pretty impressive. I think it's only behind Frozen 2, uh, Incredibles 2, and then The Lion King. Um, the, the new remake one that, that came out well, around 2017, 2018. Um... So yeah, so so Zelda movie is in hopes coming in for that. So that that's something we'll talk about today. Indiana Jones five, uh, Dial of Destiny projected to hit between sixty and seventy million dollars domestically. Does that look good for the movie? Does that tell us anything? That um, is the movie good? Is it bad? Is it just not something people want to see anymore? We'll talk about that. Um, Ezra Miller, you know the uh, the star of the Flash, uh, is going to be allowed to premiere at the Flash premiere. Um, but he cannot, they cannot, sorry, they cannot talk to press, um, if you aren't aware, Ezra Miller, uh, goes by they, them, um, but yeah, so they cannot talk to any of the press, so they'll be at the premiere, they'll, they'll show their face, but no talking to nobody about, about the stuff that went down, which makes sense, good move, good move by Warner Brothers, in my opinion, but talk a little bit about that, Circle's release date is August 23rd, you excited, you not, you know, talk about Grand Animal God, I've never seen this guy or had have no background on him but he seems menacing so we'll talk about that um miles miles morales his story is going to be done according to uh the producers uh chris or lord miller um his story will be done after beyond the spider-verse so is that good is that bad i I think when you have a good series or a good trilogy a a good run of movies or, or tv shows whatever it may be it's it's good to get out while you're ahead um in the story Clean it up nicely, so we'll talk a little bit about that. Tom Holland has met to discuss Spider-Man 4, which is not surprising. Um, he's been involved in the other three movies as far as acting goes, so of course he's going to get some hearsay on how the story goes and how the character progresses. So we'll talk a little bit about Tom Holland and then what his, his meetings have met or, or come up with. And uh, last thing we may talk about here today is the Reports are saying that DC is close to deciding who's going to play Superman. According to uh, a couple of outlets, James Gunn and Peter Safran, are, uh, they got three three actors that are in the run, running for, for Superman. So we'll talk a little about that and uh, who we think should uh, win out of those three. I don't really have a fan casting for Superman. I've never really liked the character. But from the three that, that they have right now, I have one in particular that seems to be pretty good. So um, yeah, I've got a whole bunch of stuff to talk about today. Hopefully we get to it all. If we don't, then... You know, of course, just feel free to look up any of this stuff. But we will uh, get to as much as we can today. So thank you for joining me today. And uh... <clears throat> All right, let's just get into it. Let's talk about this Zelda movie. So, yeah, I mean, if you haven't seen the Super Mario Brothers movie, then 
you're in for a treat when you do. It's uh, it's nothing crazy interesting. However, if you've grown up with Mario, you're going to love the majority of the film. Um, there's really nothing that they add to it that makes it seem out of place or off-putting. It, it's a fun little film that's uh, proven to have great legs and uh, continues to prove great has great legs. So that movie has been a success. So of course, of course, Nintendo is going to start making some deals with uh, with different studios and uh, begin to make more films. So, you know, people have speculated, what's what comes next? You know, is it another Super Mario Brothers movie? Is it Star Fox? Who wants a Star Fox? I mean, I do. No, I want a Star Fox movie, but nobody else wants a Star Fox movie. Um, so what comes next? That, that's that's the big question with Nintendo right now. Um, looks like it's going to be Zelda. So uh, Jeff Snyder, a very big critic who gets a lot of good scoops. Um, apparently, he's... he's t- t- He's reported that Illumination and Nintendo are about to close a deal. Uh, sorry, Universal and Nintendo, who Universal owns Illumination. Um, but Universal and, and Nintendo are about to close a deal on um, the making of a Zelda movie, which is pretty big. Um, you know, like I said, a lot of people were speculating what the next movie would be in that Super Mario Nintendo franchise kind of thing. Um, but I, I'm sure nobody's surprised that, that it's going to be a Zelda movie. Um, of course, being under Illumination, that means it's going to be an animated movie. Um, which I think I think is the best route. As much as I would love to see a live action Link, um, I, I think it would be a much bigger production that needs to um, needs to show that it's going to be warranted before you go that far. Because you're going to need a lot of special effects with that. Um, you don't want to cast a you don't want to cast a known actor for Link at least. Um, and there's a lot of story in, in Link, and um, you want to make sure that you get the right people to develop that story. So. Um, I definitely think the animation is the route to go with the f- uh, first Zelda movie, unless we're, you know, of course, that's assuming we're getting more. Um, so, yeah, I'm I'm excited. Um, I love Zelda. I uh, I can be addicted to it sometimes with the games and all. Um, I think it's a very interesting story, and I love the way that they retell the um, story of, of Zelda and, and Hyrule and all that and every single game they come out with. So, I'm excited to see what they do. I'm ho- maybe they'll create a new story for this one, and it won't be based on any of the video games. So I think that would be cool. Um, but you also have that generation factor to play into it. So it could just be another remake of Ocarina of Time or anything like that. So we'll see. Um, anyways, what do you, what do you all think? Uh, are you guys excited? Excited? <laughs> are you guys excited for a Zelda movie? Um, let me know. You know, just let's have a conversation. Uh, I'd love to hear your thoughts. All right, let's move on. Um, Indiana Jones and Dial of Destiny. So, I grew up with these movies. Um, my my grandma has the trilogy on VHS still, and uh, I will be obtaining those at some point in my life, which I uh, can't wait for. Um, I love I love Indiana Jones. I don't remember them all that much because I haven't watched them since I was a kid. Um, but the character itself and what he embodies, the spirit of adventure and all that. Um, Indiana Jones is awesome. Plus Harrison Ford can I, I love Harrison Ford. Um anything I've seen him in, he's even when he doesn't you <laughs> it's gonna sound weird, even when he's not giving it all, to me he's just he's a presence. And um when you see him on screen, anything he's in, he's he's there. And you and you gotta love him. You just you get excited when you see him on screen. So of course Indiana Jones hearing is gonna be another one after the fourth one, which we don't like to talk about. Um you know, we're excited. So and, and apparently Disney and Lucasfilm were excited too because they brought that film to the Cannes Film Festival, which uh, 
didn't do so well. Not gonna lie. Came out, uh, people came out, critics came out saying it's gonna be, uh, 50%, around 50% Rotten Tomato score. Um, that's only, I wanna say, with around 48 ratings, I think, if I remember correctly. Um, but yeah, still not doing too hot yet, uh, which could play into the box office when it comes out opening weekend, uh, June 30th, I want to say. Uh, it could could mess with it, could not. It could be, again, more nostalgia factor into it. And it is a very, um, so it's a, it's a IP that has been around for, for many years, many generations. Like I said, my grandma showed to me when I was a wee lad, when I was around six or so, uh, watching guy's face burn off, you know, it was, it was great. Um. So yeah, right now it's projected to hit around sixty to seventy million dollars opening weekend, which isn't a huge opening for a film such as this. Um, could spell bad bad news for indie. Who knows? Uh, but like I said, there, there's a generational thing, and if I remember correctly, yeah, it's coming out of a month that's filled with a ton of movies. But I don't believe there's any opposition until July twenty first, around two to three weeks later, when Oppenheimer and Barbie come out. So. It could have some legs, um, depending on how many, how much these other movies that have come out over the past couple of weeks uh, will make. Uh, you know, like it's into the Spider Verse, across the Spider Verse, Transformers, all these movies that have come out before it. If they have legs, and yeah, this movie may may tank a little bit. But like I said, there's nothing else coming out after it, so it could it could make up some money. Um, hoping it will, because Indiana Jones is a great a great franchise, and this is Harrison Ford's uh, uh, swan song as Indy, so. We want to give him the best, so hopefully, hopefully, here's hoping that uh, Indiana Jones makes some money, but we'll see, we'll see, um, if you guys, so yeah, if you have any uh, any thoughts and opinions on that, you know, if you guys like Indiana Jones, if you guys just don't even care, I mean, that, that's totally fair and makes sense, so let me know your thoughts, I'd love to hear, let's, let's talk about it, alright. All right, let's move on. Let's keep going. Um, so the Flash premiere, I uh, want to say it's on June 12th. I don't have any insider information, but from from my sources, uh, I believe the Flash premieres on June 12th. Um, and Ezra Miller, the star, the the guy, the person that plays the Flash, they um they are allowed to attend the premiere, which is probably not that shocking since you know he is the star, or that sorry, they are the star of the film. Um. However, being at the premiere does not allow them to speak openly about anything that they have been uh, accused of, uh, any allegations that have been made. Um, so, you know, it's going to be a very interesting premiere with no no talking or no participation to the press with the press from, from the star of the film. Makes sense. Um, I think it's a very good move on Warner Brothers' part. I think the PR department realizes that um, if if they weren't even allowed to show up at the premiere. That's going to be the new story. Not uh, the Ezra Miller and The Flash has premiered. It's going to be Ezra Miller didn't show up. And uh, we don't want that to happen. They don't want that to happen, which makes sense. We want this that night to be about the movie. Um, I want it to be a celebration of the movie. And um, I think allowing Ezra to at least attend and show face is going to kind of dilute those those stories that may come out of those headlines about um the star of the film Ezra Miller being there I don't I don't think that's going to be a huge hit or, or head, I know that's not going to make any headlines so definitely I think is a it's a good move on that now 
we talk about Ezra Miller, and obviously they've done some pretty pretty bad things, to say the least. It's a very, very gross understatement there. But it's important to remember that with this film, it's not... Ezra Miller's already made their money. Um, they were made. They made their money as soon as they were done filming filming this film. They're not going to make any money from whatever comes next from the box office. It, it, they're done. They've been paid. They're done. Um, all the money from the box office goes to the studio. They started to do all of this stuff. They acted out all of these issues, these breaking and entering, these crimes <laughs> occurred after the film was done shooting. So Warner Brothers is going to release this film. They decided that they never wavered from that thought because it's not their fault and they they have complete faith in the film um james gunn and peter saffron the co-chairman of dc studios have gone on to say that this is one of the best if not the best comic book movie ever made which um i don't know how true that is i haven't seen the movie yet but they have a lot of faith in this movie um tom cruise steven spielberg both uh very much like this movie <laughs> which is saying something because steven spielberg is not a superhero movie fan um so of course warner brothers is going to release this film now they haven't talked much about it i mean there's obviously been reports and headlines of ezra miller and what they've done but nothing as far as um it's never made huge press even though it's definitely should have i mean Look at Jonathan Majors. I mean, his his whole thing is blowing up, and anytime something new comes out, there's there's more reports on it. So Warner Brothers hasn't done the best job addressing the situation. However, in regards to the movie and how they're going to make money, I think they're making the right moves. Now that could be viewed as selfish, but it's a business, you know, and and you got to do what you got to do to make that money back. And I think this is the best thing they can do. Um, that, that's Warner Brothers. That is so, you know, whether or not you don't support I'm, I'm hoping you don't support Ezra Miller because they did very bad things um but don't let that I would I would suggest and I would recommend that you don't let that influence your decision on if you're going to see this movie or not um if you guys if you're interested in the flash the, the film or the character itself or even just seeing Michael Keaton as Batman again check it out don't let someone else's behavior um dictate whether or not you're going to enjoy yourself and find yourself a good time now of course if you can't watch this movie without thinking about all the things that have happened then by all means don't watch the movie but try your best to separate the two it's um it's not just about Ezra Miller there there are so many people working on this film um and and if you I mean it's just a good movie you know if you if you want to watch something that that's going to make give you a good film experience then you should take advantage of that for sure uh, again, that's just my opinion, so if you guys don't agree, you don't have to. It's, of course, you know, not by all, any means telling you to go and uh, watch this movie or else you're going to hate yourself. No, of course not. Never. Don't take that out of context, please. Um, but, yeah, just just a suggestion. Just my opinion. So, um, all right, I'm done with that. That was a good segment. A uh, little 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 bit there. All right, let's talk about, uh, let's talk about Ahsoka. Uh, I don't have a whole lot to say because I, I haven't watched any of the Clone Wars or Star Wars animated series. Um, I'm going to try and get them through them before Ahsoka premieres. But the premiere date, speaking of that, is August 23rd, which um right around for my birthday. Uh, it's pretty cool. You get the same uh, month as Ahsoka. It's awesome. Um, now, like I said, I haven't seen a whole lot of the animated stuff, but I've seen Ahsoka in Mandalorian. Um, I know who she is and 
Uh, I know that she's an apprentice to Anakin, and I've heard that her story is is interesting and is definitely worthy of of getting this live action remake. I've also heard that Ahsoka, the show, um, is a continuation of the Rebels TV show. Um, so we're going to be getting a lot of characters from that show coming in, um, which makes it pretty cool because we've already started seeing some of them pop up, and then we've seen them in the trailers for for Ahsoka. So a lot of a lot of cool things coming in with Ahsoka, and um, yeah, I'm excited for it. Uh, we're going to be watching it, of course. Uh, anything Star Wars related, we'll probably watch, except for the animated stuff. Like I said, we'll, we'll try and get through it, but it's, it's a lot. Uh, there's a lot of episodes in those seasons, and uh, try to get through them. Um, on top of that, Rosario Dawson, Rosario Dawson, who plays Ahsoka, is already hoping for a season two, which uh, says a lot about the show. Um, hopefully it means that it's a good show. Um <laughs> Maybe it just means that Rosario Dawson does like playing the character. Who knows? But but we do know that um, she is going to be playing Ahsoka again in the uh, Bandoverse film by, directed by Dave Filoni. Uh, whenever that comes out, you know, they always announce these films. But we'll, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. And, um, yeah, I'm excited for, for Ahsoka season one. Let's uh, let's go. It's going to be out August 23rd. So make sure you subscribe to Disney Plus on uh, for the month of August and the forthcoming weeks. Um and uh, let's let's talk. Can't wait to talk about the show. All right, let's move on. A couple more topics before we go today. Uh, so Miles Morales, um, of course, his movie just came out, a second movie um, across the Spider Verse. Um, the producers, Lord and Miller, they've uh, they've gone on to say that this this after Beyond the Spider Verse, his next film that comes out in March, Miles' stories is done. Um, that's not to say that there could be more Miles afterwards. I mean, if it's going to make money, of course, Tony is going to just green light anything that comes forward but uh as far as the story from lord miller they they're saying he's done and um i don't blame him i mean they've they've put a lot into these movies i mean the first one came out in 2018 and now the second one's coming out five years later with the third one coming out nine months later i mean it's it's insane and they've done a lot of work on it uh, the animation is insane so of course a lot of hours at the office um so i don't blame them they said they're tired <laughs> i get it yeah i'd be tired too um now, again, this could mean a lot of different things, so we'll see how it goes and what happens, but at the end of the day, you know, hopefully they just get out of there, and um, when you have a good story, you really want to get get it done before it goes on for too long. So we'll see how it goes, and um, hopefully uh, they end it on a good note, you know? We'll see how the next one plays out. All right, let's, uh, let's move on to a couple more here. Um, got Tom Holland talking with uh, Sony Pictures and... Meet with them about Spider-Man 4. Um, of course, this is the live-action one. This is after Spider-Man No Way Home. Um, of course, Tom Holland's going to have some, you know, some kind of outside role as far as uh, producer or, or assistant producer, whatever it may be. He's going to be involved in, in the creative process of this film and, and developing it. Um, so, yeah, he's, he's been reported to have had meetings with Sony regarding the film. Um, of course... He did just also announce that he's going to be taking a one-year break from acting, um, which makes sense. We've been watching his new show, The Crowded Room, and uh, it's pretty heavy. Um, so I can imagine his mental state's probably a little shot, so I get it. Um, need a little break, dude. Yeah, take it. Uh, doesn't mean that he's not going to be involved in this creative process. You know, acting is a completely different mind state from developing a story and a film, so, you know, I'm hoping... You know, they get to talk some some really good stuff about this next movie because 
the last one was man, the ending was fantastic, and I can't wait to see what comes next with that. You know, as a Spider Man Spider Man fan, I uh, excited to keep on uh, keep on pushing with this this franchise. So, give me all the Spider Man as many as you can. I don't care. Just keep them coming. Keep them coming. Okay. Um, of course, these meetings uh, have also been reported to have halted in conjunction with the writer strike, which makes sense. Um, a lot of studios and a lot of actors that uh, you know support different uh, unions right now, um, they're going to be taking some time off from from their their particular projects to give some time and support to, um, particularly the writer strike right now, um, since they are the one and only union to be on strike at the moment. Um, the DGA, the Directors Guild, has already um, agreed to not go on strike. They've already made a deal with the producers, so good for them. Um, but the actors, the SAG, the Screen Actors Guild, they still have to have their talks with the uh, with the producers and try and strike a deal to avoid a strike. Um, so we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. But of course, um, you know these actors and these supporters will will continue to do the best they can to support and these these strikes because it affects everybody um if they can't start writing a new spider-man story if there's no writers <laughs> all they can do is talk about it so they're gonna keep going and um so yeah hope, hopefully something comes soon comes soon uh i'd like for the strike to end as everybody probably would but of course we also want the writers to get fair wages and uh some of their some of their requirements or their their suggestions met so hopefully comes comes out good but we'll see as as the strike continues on we'll see all right let's go with this last last uh report here which is it's pretty big um coming up on comic-con here pretty soon hopefully we should be getting some announcement as far as uh superman casting and uh hopefully you know regards to marvel fantastic four um but a lot of a lot of actors and actresses are coming into play here pretty soon because we got a lot of big movies coming up. Superman Legacy, which is the film that's going to be kicking off James Gunn's DC Universe movie uh, film movies. That was a weird thing to say. Um, it's supposed to be coming in 2025. Uh, the first draft was already written by James Gunn, and uh, they've already started producing, or at least uh, looking at locations and different places they could film. Um, they've already begun that process. Um, of course, they have to finalize the casting. We still don't have a Superman yet, or Lois Lane, or anybody in regards to that matter. Um, but Superman apparently is down to three final victims. I mean, three final cases <laughs> of who's going to be playing the caped wonder. Um, Superman is not one of my biggest, my biggest uh, favorite heroes. I should, I should say. However, uh, his movies and, and his appearances have been very detrimental to the comic, comic book society. And, um, uh, I mean, Man is still good story, good plot, Snyder did. He did his job. Um, so if you can deliver a good story within this character, then obviously I'm going to like the movie. Um, nothing against the character, I just feel like he's a little overpowered. Um, but that's my own opinion, so don't, just don't take that too seriously, because you, you like Superman, like Superman. No problem with that. I'm just this guy in his garage, just talking. So you know, don't don't take my word for it. Just this is just my opinion, of course. All right, so let's see these these last three actors: uh, David Cornsweet, Tom Brittany, and Nicholas Holt. Um, apparently, are are the final three contestants or the final three finalists um, to have in person tests for Superman, uh, which will be happening around Father's Day weekend or the Monday or Tuesday after uh, reports are being said. Um, Nicholas Holt. If you guys aren't aware of who he is, he was in the 
Menu with Ralph Fiennes. Um, he played the food addict, the guy that the main character's boyfriend or partner, whatever you want to call him. Um, real scrawny kid, not gonna lie. Um, not really someone I would pick to play Superman, but who knows? Maybe maybe he could bulk up. Um, and I've I've heard of it said by a lot of different um just people in the industry um, that. You know, maybe Superman should be someone who's more of an unknown. I mean, you had Henry Cavill before Man of Steel. He wasn't really well known, but uh, Superman kind of made him into what he is today. Um, same thing with uh, Christopher Ralph. Uh, I think I said his name correctly. Um, all these, all these Superman actors. You know, they they didn't, they had their start with Superman. So definitely, definitely a, a character that you kind of want to see someone who's a little more unknown take the take the mantle. However, you know, if they if they find Nicholas Holt to be the guy for Superman, then I'll trust James Gunn with anything. Um, he's been great at casting so far, so you know, there's nothing wrong with it. Just just my own opinion. Now, this David Cornsweet, I've looked up these pictures of these guys, and you guys can do the same on your on your free time. But David Cornsweet, this 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 guy looks like Henry Cavill's son. It's like if you put Henry Cavill his face in like a duplicator or like a 3d printer like this would be should be him um definitely looks the part he's got that darker hair um nice chiseled jaw uh definitely superman material uh i i the way he looks i'm thinking this guy could be a very good superman um but i don't know how he acts um apparently he's uh mainly in stage productions which not saying anything against stage productions they they often hold a lot of really good actors so he could be an amazing actor just like i said an unknown talent that hasn't been on to or moved on to the big screen yet so this could be a very big development and uh his breaking point so i'd love to see it um if that were to happen i'd love to see him do well in the role i'd love to see this new face as a as a very impactful character um, but ultimately whoever they pick is going to be the best Superman or best actor for that role. Um, so it makes sense whoever they go with. And, uh, I mean, it won't really make sense until we see the movie, right? So once we do, and we kind of get a better idea of, of who Superman is going to be in this new development or this new, this new product, then we'll kind of have an idea of, okay, maybe this was the correct choice. Um, but it's hard to say without actually seeing the movie and knowing what the story, the story is. So we'll take everything with a grain of salt. Uh, once we get this actor, it'll be it'll be pretty exciting. And uh, like I said, I think around Comic Con is probably when we're going to get that announcement. Um, there's also reports saying Lois Lane will be um, is close to being cast as well. The only only actress I actually know is the one from the show The Marvelous Miss Maisel, and I can't even remember her name right now. Um, but she's also in the runnings for for Lois Lane right now. They're in the final three uh, tests for those as well. So um, all of this should be happening around Father's Day weekend and. Chances are the trades are going to get a hold of this, a hold of this information before uh, Comic-Con. So we could just be coming into Comic-Con already knowing who Superman is going to be. Um, and they're just introducing him. So overall, you know, we, we may get the information on, on who the actor is going to be uh, before Comic-Con. But we'll, we'll get some more information and maybe a little more sneak peeks of the actor in the suit or a render of him or something like that. Um, just kind of get a better idea of who this actor is going to be and what kind of Superman he's going to portray. Um, so a lot of exciting stuff, um, this week holds a lot of information, um, I've only covered seven, seven topics today, and, um, there's a lot more going on, so, uh, please, you know, just 
on if you have any time, feel free to go and look more because there's a lot that goes on in the in the film industry. Um and there's a lot of interesting interesting information. So definitely check it out. Keep going, look on those those websites, look at those articles, check them out. But uh also most important more importantly, um not really importantly, but just more appreciated. Um like this podcast, subscribe to it. Um wherever you guys watch your podcast, just please subscribe. Share it with your friends. Uh, just let me know what you guys think of the podcast. If you guys have any uh, questions or comments, anything you guys think would make better, let me know. Uh, I'd love to improve this podcast, develop it, progress it, and uh, keep moving forward with it. So I appreciate you all for tuning in, sticking with me for 29 minutes and 19, 20 seconds, 21 seconds, 22 seconds. Anyways, um, yeah, keep it going. Uh, remember to be nice to somebody. And uh, again, thank you for tuning into an episode of Real News. I am Joey Stewart. I will talk to you later. It's me, it's you, and uh, now it's us going away. Bye.